So support for Faded Truth is brought to you by Manscaped, who is the best in below-the-waist grooming and hygiene. Ladies, listen up. Manscaped offers precision-engineered tools for you and your man's jewels. For any woman out there who has come across a hairy bush, you're now in luck. Manscaped, the best in men's below-the-waist grooming, have just launched their fourth-generation trimmer, the Lawnmower 4.0. Yes, the 4.0. Make sure your man joins the 2 million men worldwide who are already trusting Manscaped with this exclusive offer. 20% off and free worldwide shipping with the code FADED at manscaped.com. If you're looking to purchase the perfect gift for him that he will actually use, Manscaped is my go-to. Goodbye, Harry. Hello, clean. This sleek, well-designed, and optimized trimmer is the best thing on the market for a cleaner shave as it's waterproof and you can trim in the shower to spare the mess. There's definitely times that I have gone down there and I'm like, we're not going any farther because you're too hairy. Sorry. Keep it trimmed. Girls don't want anything in their mouth other than what's supposed to be in there. Manscaped engineered the ultimate groin and body trimmer by focusing on an intelligent functionality and an incredibly comfortable grooming experience. Their fourth generation trimmer features a cutting edge ceramic blade, reduced grooming accidents thanks to their advanced skin safe technology. This new sexy trimmer includes a multifunction on off switch that can engage a travel lock and also give your man the ability to turn the 4000K LED spotlight on and off when needed. For a more precise shave, his balls will thank you. The Lawnmower 4.0 even allows you to customize your trim through additional guard lengths with sizes one to four. Ooh. You know what they say, trimming the bushes makes the tree look taller. <laughs> Did I mention wireless charging? Our new wireless charging system uses electromagnetic induction, which can help battery length last longer. So you can make it sexy anywhere. Men. If you've been shaving with the same nut trimmer on your face, um, gross. You've been doing it wrong. Ladies, make it right for you and them with the new Lawnmower 4.0. The optimized Lawnmower 4.0 trimmer is also waterproof, so your man can groom in the shower and not have to worry about making a mess on the bathroom floor. All right, so you can get 20% off plus free shipping with the code FADED at manscaped.com. Ladies, this is a perfect gift for you and your man, and trust me, he will thank you. And men, your balls will thank you. Get 20% off and free shipping with the code FADED at manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com and use code FADED. Experience premium grooming with Manscaped. Your balls will thank you. What up, world? I hope your week's going good. Today I got Miss... Hey, Mendez on the couch over there. I'm feeling good. You can't see her, but you can hear her. <laughs> that voice, that sweet, subtle voice. Oh, Mendez. <laughs> Thank you. Today, we're just going to talk about mental health. Mm -hmm. And what better person than Miss Kay Mendez? Because she was talking about um, basically how to raise, you know, healed adults, how to treat your kids so that they don't have the same traumas that you had and things mm -hmm. like that. But how's how's your day? How's your day going? My day's going good. <laughs> <laughs> We're hungover as shit. We're hungover from uh, your your hosting event last night, which was a great time. She did an amazing job. You guys should have been oh, there. Shout out to Extreme Comedy Club. Thank mm -hmm. you for letting me host. It was my first hosting event. 
I got a seven out of ten. Yes. Okay. That's, and there's more where that's. And you know what? From. Someone told me they were like, "Well, seventy percent is a really good job." I said, "Thank you. That was great perspective." Yeah. It's a passing grade. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm hungover. We order food. We're gonna, but we're putting green greens back in our bodies. You know, we uh, kale. <laughs> Pineapple, ginger, whatever ginger, the fuck's in my smoothie. All that good mm, stuff. Feeding, yeah. feeding life into our bodies as well as our minds for sure. It's a beautiful day in Vegas. It is. Um, it's about to be summer. Are you ready? I'm ready. I'm ready to make money. Yes. I'm ready to enjoy my life, to explore the world, and to grow as a person. You know, I'm really excited for what this summer has to offer me for sure. And Zion, you had a fun <clears throat> I had Amazing. a great time at Zion. If anybody is ready for a spiritual awakening or just needs to find clarity or disconnect from society to reconnect with themselves, I highly, highly, highly suggest Zion. It's something so magical about that place. Like, it's just... It looked beautiful. It's stunning. I just, like, feel like nature is, like, one of the best things to be in because... Sure. You know, whenever I'm like, even at the rivers or the lakes out here, I'm like, it's just so beautiful. Even, you yeah. know, like the ocean has always been therapy, like therapeutic for me, mm-hmm. you know, like for back sure. home, like just running on the boardwalk every day, <clears throat> going to the beach all the time, no matter if it's snowing, whatever, like we still be on the beach doing something like, yeah. And it's just, you know, it's therapeutic because it's like this shit was put here by the creator and then everything's connected spiritually. Like yeah. people don't realize that like everything and we're all connected spiritually. For sure. I feel like I definitely had that epiphany, not for nothing, but when I was at Zion, I went stargazing. And that night, I was a part of history because I was able to see um, the SpaceX and Elon Musk uh, satellites. And, you know, that's all about the future and just advancing technology, which was great. Um, But at the same time, there was also a meteor shower that night. And it's kind of just looking like the universe getting rained on by different elements. You know what I'm saying? Like there's the stars that filled the sky. Then there's the shooting stars that are flying across. There's the meteors. There's the moon, the clouds. And I'm just like looking at all of this. And I'm like, every star has a name. Everything has a purpose and I am witnessing this and I'm a part of this and it's teaching me so much about myself especially where I'm at in life now where I'm going through this transition of really just understanding myself and what I want as well as like my my limitations that I'm imposing on myself so when I was out there I'm just looking at this like all of this was created and I was created. So I'm like, I have a purpose here. There's there's something that I need to be doing for myself and for the universe, you know, because right. I'm a part of all of this. I think the quicker people realize, like, it's not, we're not the end all be all for ourselves. Like, there's more out there and there's pow- higher powers than you. For sure. Then it's, like, easier to kind of venture through life. I definitely feel like people need something like your why has to be greater than just you, because I feel like a lot of us get lost in um, my blunt's flat because I <laughs> it's OK. It was, a, it was from last night because I had so many packed in there. They <laughs> I'm we, trying it's a so fat, hard to flat, pull this. Blunt, blunt, though. <laughs> we smoke a fat, flat bun. 
times. Oh my god! I'm Say really that three times. Fat flat butt. <laughs> fat flat butt. <laughs> fat flat butt. Fat flat butt. <laughs> Fuck! I can't. Oh, wait till I'm high. Wait till I'm high. What I what I'm gonna say about spirituality? There's something about marijuana that just makes me. That's what I'm going saying. To I this really fifth think dimension of my mind. I feel like as humans, we don't understand how powerful we are. And I feel like for some reason, a lot of that power is used more as an intimidation tactic or as a self-protection tactic rather than helping you flourish your life. Like really using that power to engage with your higher self, with a higher power and with people around you, you know? I think you should. You would definitely be able to do mushrooms because <laughs> Girl. the fact that you're getting more into your spiritual awakening, like, I would never do shrooms back, like, two years ago. <coughs> Hell no. I have a lot of people suggesting people it. People always, like, like <laughs> yeah, because people, you know, like, back home, like, nobody does that shit. I didn't grow up around no. people that did shrooms or, you know what I mean? No. Like, it wasn't those type of drugs. So I was just like, oh, no, I'm not. I don't want to be, like, seeing shit and all that. But it's really, like, the most... Like, the first time I took shrooms, I took them by myself, and mm -hmm. I was just chilling, and I, like, meditated. I, like, had all my shit going, my rock lamp, my diffuser, like, my candles, and I just, like, meditated, was listening to my music, stretching, yeah. and it, like, I felt amazing. Like, I don't know, I don't know how to describe it. It just feels like you're so free. Like and in you're a trance. Just, and you're just, like, enjoying, like, the moment, like, the present. It yeah. makes you more present. I love that. I should say. Like... I just, I'm just scared to take a trip that my dumb ass ain't gonna to come back from. That's what I did microdosing, and like you just uh, take like 0. 0.33 or 0. 0.5, and yeah. then you see how you feel. And it's not like you're not even gonna trip off that. You're just gonna start mm -hmm. feeling good, but you're not gonna like see anything. Yeah. And then people take like higher doses. I haven't tripped to where I'm like seeing shit. That's not. I, yeah. Because that acid trip was not for me. So. I mean, I definitely heard that for creatives, shrooms is like the preferred drug of choice. Like it helps them get into this collective space of open creativity, which I feel um, like I've been kind of shying away from intentionally, almost like a self-sabotage, which we're working on it. But like I used to always say like, I'm scared of what I'll be like if I become as successful as the potential that I have. Because I don't know what it's like to live in that element of myself. But what do you mean? Which looking now sounds sounds dumb as hell. But if you think about think about like I mean You think you would change as a person? Like what do you mean? I don't think I would change as a person. I think that I I'm fearful of how I would handle like a huge amount of success because I've known since I was little, I'm like, I'm not average. Like I'm not a regular person. I was called for greatness. Like I'm really, so you're scared of success. One. Is what and, you're I'm, and I'm scared of what that you can't bring, <laughs> but you, you know, but like you're supposed to be scared. That's <clears throat> no, whole... I mean, yeah, be afraid, but do it anyway. Don't be a pussy, but I've been a pussy. But Bitch, my ass just got on stage last night <laughs> with did. stage fright. Okay, you, you can you can fucking be <clears throat> successful for your goddamn <clears throat> self. Okay, for sure. I mean, don't get me wrong. I've done a lot of things. I, I don't I don't lead with fear. I always try my best to lead with love, because ultimately, um, you know, the journey is for myself. You uh -huh. know, so 
obviously you encounter different people in your life. We're humans. We're social beings. We need other people around us. We need moral support. You know what I'm saying? And we also need somebody to tell us like, listen, you're not behaving in ways that show that you love and respect yourself because sometimes it just fucking happens you know what i'm saying you get caught up in what's happening in your life currently and you kind of lose sight of the direction that you were heading in because now there's so many other elements so i feel like that's more so what i'm concerned about that like for example when it comes to my dating life i'm like I'm so scared that I'm going to reach this point of success where a partner will never be able to satisfy me, you know, as far as physical, mental, emotional, all of that, because I'm just so focused in on my, my love for myself. I'm trying to nurture that because I didn't always have it. You know what I'm saying? I grew up in an environment where I was taught to kind of hate myself if I'm being honest and I'm now at almost 30 years old getting to a place in my life where I'm like fuck that that's not that's not my journey like right. somebody is really imposing their disbelief in themselves onto me so that they can feel a little bit better so what am I going to do with this information am I going to lead with fear or am I going to lead with love and I've done both things and I'm going to be honest fear has only dug me deeper into a shithole and made me feel sorry for myself and feel like this is happening to me and against me whereas now that I'm leading with love and more compassion more empathy I'm like all right this is happening for me this person has a purpose this situation has a purpose and this is all already something that existed at some point in time like time is just space and matter so I feel like what I'm learning as far as my journey is I'm just traveling in time that already exists and I just have to trust that it's going to happen exactly as it must at it, the exact time that it must as well. I feel you, like before I used to feel you, like you I had to, to control everything yeah. and I'm not like that anymore. Thank God. I learned that kind of like early. I'm just kind of like whatever it is. Like it is what it is. Yeah. That's always been my motto since mm -hmm. young. Like young. I'm like whatever's going to happen is going to happen. So I'm going to just have to rock with it because, yeah. you know, it's like a roller coaster life. And it's crazy how you say like people, people basically made you hate yourself. But like I saw this thing that said, don't put your parents on a pedestal. Like, oh, for sure. Like just because they're mm -hmm. your parents doesn't mean that they did their job as parents. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Depending yeah. on your situation, because yeah. not everyone had the same upbringing and yeah. you can't, you, you basically, a lot of parents project their traumas on their kids mm -hmm. and they don't realize that they're doing it, but they do. They're still, you know, relying on the kids. They're still making you feel like shit, you know, whatever yeah. it is. Like we can't be taking on the traumas of our parents because that's right. how we're going to change it. For because sure. like the thing I'm trying to work on is like, breaking generational trauma and breaking generational mm. poverty. Yeah. You know, and that's something that's, it's crazy how deep it goes. Cause it's like, sure. if you're, you know, my mom, my mom's, my mom's mom, my grandma, <laughs> I'm high as shit. <laughs> you made that very complicated. Right. That was too hard. So my grandma, <laughs> you know, was it abused, right? So then she abused my mom and then my dad was abused. So he was an abuser 
And so I grew up in an abusive household. You know what yeah. I mean? So you see yep. how it trickles down, right? Yeah. And then everyone else gets in abusive relationships, mm-hmm. family, you know, aunts, uncles, whatever. Yeah. Because that's what you're drawn to. You're drawn to toxicity. Yeah. Okay. So we got to break sure. those traumas. Mm-hmm. Then you got to break the traumas of my grandma being poor as fuck. My mom growing up in the hood. My dad growing up in a third world country. Us growing up struggling. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, how do I break that? Because I haven't seen anybody with financial literacy i haven't seen wealth i didn't have anyone around me that taught me mm-hmm. to save money like i didn't even like i thought i was going to be poor my whole life like yeah. growing up you know what i mean and yeah. i got a little bit of money because i worked i decided to work three jobs instead of two to try and make up for all these extra bills and you know start saving and i was like like why would i ever want to be broke again like right. you know what i mean mm-hmm. like once you know what it feels like like that's why we have such a drive because like we For like sure. i know what it's like to be fucking poor or broke mm-hmm. and be stressed out all the time worried about bills like i don't want to live like that yeah. how the fuck am i going to change that for myself like you have to have a drive in you in order sure. to, to be successful and it's hard like because when i grew up i was like looking at everything and i'm like so all y'all are just comfortable <laughs> Like in this yeah, situation, like you know, it, it's, like it's I can't be that. I, there's this quote I heard in college or was it in Mr. Stepp's class in high school? It was probably Mr. Stepp. He's honestly the best teacher ever. But we were reading some passage and it says something about lost souls find comfort in conformity. Because if you're not challenging yourself, you're not going to give a fuck. Like I was literally reading a book yesterday. And when I tell you like... Not that I take everything so personal, but I really take everything as a sign. Like this, this information is being presented to me because there's something that I need to take from it and apply to my life. And in a book, it's it, it was talking about different um, different consequences of fearing success, and it was saying like self pity, excuses, manipulation, basically like <coughs> narcissism. You you're constantly trying to find uh, somebody to blame instead of being solution focused. So I feel like that's the thing. Like with with people like you and I, we are solution focused. Okay, a problem is presenting itself. How can I logically make this work to my benefit? Because I don't want to have to conform to whatever the situation would be if I were to be passive in my life. Like I told you last night, you are the main character in your life. So you have to make sure that you're making decisions that are gonna benefit you, that you're bringing people into your life that are val- like valuing you and bringing value to you. Right. I remember I said to somebody, I was like, I don't keep anybody in my life that I don't gain anything from. And she told me that I was fucked up, that that makes me a user and I'm superficial. And I said, but hold on. That's your line of thinking. My line of thinking is I know what I'm giving to everybody that comes into my life. I, my power as a a social being is my ability to highlight somebody's greatness and teach them how to improve what they're not happy with. Oh, you know, that's me in a, (laughs) in a nutshell. And if I know that that's the value I'm bringing to you, like I said to you yesterday, I need people in my life who are going to make this full circle because I'm giving this out into Mm -hmm. the world and I need something to come back to me in a different form. And because, I mean, as friends, like you have to benefit each other. Why are you friends? Otherwise, you're just draining one's energy. For sure. You know what I mean? So that's what I can't have anything around me. It's all a give and take. We all have to be on the same 
same type of path to we all want success you know what i mean sure. you can't be stagnant and, and you have to be you have to be okay with being of service to others because if you're not a giver and you're expecting to receive i'm not saying you ain't gonna receive you're gonna receive but you're going to receive just as much bad as good because you're going into everything with the selfish intent instead of taking into consideration how it may make someone else feel, how it may trigger someone else's trauma. That's why when I bring somebody new into my life, I always tell them I'm studying you. I'm observing your mannerisms. I'm, I'm watching you. I'm not judging you, but I'm trying to learn you because that way I know how to handle you. You have to treat everybody that comes into your life as a new individual human being. You can't compare them to your past. You can't hold them to the standard that you created in your head because they're their own person. They come with their own shit and you got to kind of sort through it and see like, is this something that I'm willing to tolerate? And that goes with anything. When I was um, interviewing for University of Penn, everybody was like, just make sure that you make yourself seem super responsible. You're always on time. I'm like, bitch, you telling me to be a liar. I'm like, I promise you that I can tell them the truth about myself and make it something that they believe is workable because I'm I'm putting my truth out there. So there's, you can't throw it in my face if I've owned that about myself. Right. You know, you, you take your power back. And also you have to understand that like when anything new comes into your life, you, you look at it and you're like, okay, do I need this microphone? This microphone is going to help me because it's going to project the sound and it's going to be real good. But you also have to think, what am I giving to this microphone? And am I, put leaving it in the box when I bought it and I'm never being productive with it. It was just an idea that I never brought into fruition or am I feeding it information? I'm doing my podcast. I'm doing my videos. I'm doing my Bitch, YouTube. I don't buy shit. I'm not going to use. Exactly. <laughs> but there's a lot of people out makes, in the you know world. What I, mean? that I didn't think twice. Like that. I didn't think twice. I just bought everything and just started it. Cause For that's sure. what I wanted to do. For sure. You know, like but you like, have to do it. You have a lot of people that because they're not confident within themselves, They'll go into a situation trying to people please. And I know that very well because I used to be that person. I yeah, used to want to was... make sure that everything was perfect and everything was across the board. And then I had to realize everything is an interpersonal situation. So you have to treat it according to its standard, not yours, but its standard because you're learning you're learning how to navigate through handling other people through handling different cultures environments mindsets past situations in life mm -hmm. you know also with like health you know what i'm saying like you and i differ because i suffer from well not suffer from that is a very uh <laughs> self-pitying word up. uber eats is about to be here follow my girl at miss k mendez Follow me at faded underscore truth. You can always listen on uh, Apple, Spotify, Amazon, all that. What up? It's your girl Angie Mom here with my girl Miss K Mendez. Hey everybody. How you feeling? I'm feeling really feeling elevated. I we feel just, great. Uh, we just drank our. We're drinking. Our, did you try it? Did you like it? Yeah. Yeah. You like it? Mm -hmm. Oh nice. Right. What was in yours? Oh. <clears throat> I think it was uh, mango. Kale, uh, banana, strawberry, 
and something else some healthy stuff which i'm really surprised that i like it because I'm not the biggest fan of vegetables, but I'm working on it. <laughs> I gave her a menu to choose from that was like vegetables and vegetables mm-hmm. <laughs> and protein. Greens and proteins. Shout out to put, greens and put, proteins. Put something good into your body. So now, you know, since my spiritual awakening this is what we've been talking about, mental health, spiritual awakenings, um, I think like 2020 um, was like the biggest year for me because it was like 2020 mm-hmm. vision. Like I just like felt like it's just weird how your body tells you like that you're you're elevating like your body will literally yeah. tell you that you're elevating mm. and you just feel like mm. you're on the cloud like it's crazy for sure and uh you know if you haven't experienced it yet i hope so i hope you do i hope anyone listening does get into yeah. some type of spiritual awakening and you don't have to be like religious you know spirituality is different you can believe in whatever um for me i just i feel like I've, I've never been happier since I started getting more into my spirituality, you know, mm-hmm. and everything just comes with that. I mean, the healing process is crazy, but I think now that I am more conscious of like my mental and how strong it is, I also want to be more conscious of what I'm putting into my body. Yeah, for sure. Right. So, um, been on my sea moss, been on my fucking, you know, on my, uh, regimen working out. And I just feel great. I'm up all. I'm up early. I'm like ready to go. You know what I mean? And things just fall into place because I'm just like I just allow it. You know, I know like the universe is only gonna give me what I'm, what I work for and what it's supposed to yeah. be. So I'm just like chilling on my journey. And in my affirmations, I added that my journey is my own. Absolutely. Because Absolutely. that's something you have to remind yourself. Mm-hmm. You are the main character. Cheers to that. Cheers. Cheers to that. I love to hear it. I feel like it's such a beautiful thing to watch someone evolve right in front of you. Um, And I feel like it's also a blessing because it kind of teaches you um, to hold to. It reminds you reminds you to hold yourself to that standard of self-love, too. You know, it makes you think like. Am I am I living in my truth? Am I walking in my purpose? And am am I doing everything in my life like I am so sure that it's the right fucking thing to do? Because I feel like when you do that, that energy radiates and everybody wants to be a part of that, you know? Mhm. That's why everyone's always like oh, your your like energy is like or people always tell me you have really nice yeah. energy mm-hmm. or that's like the best compliment when people give me now they're like your aura is just really nice like your, your energy is really good and I'm like thank you like I've worked that's on it I've, I worked on it right because I, I was never like that you know I always had this like I feel like cloud around me mm. that I was trying to mm. get away from but it was just following me <laughs> my mm-hmm. whole fucking life and so you know, that's just a great compliment because it's like I worked on myself so much and I feel like I've elevated so much. And the fact that other people recognize that and can see that is like you said, it's a beautiful thing. For sure. I think it's it's nice to know that you have opened yourself up so much to the universe that other people feel welcome to embrace it. You know, like you bringing comfort into somebody's life, you're bringing, you know, well-being into someone else's life and not everybody 
is radiating that right now so we definitely need more of that in the world more people that are conscious of themselves um and more people that are living in their truth i feel like a lot of situations like domestic violence or you know self-hate is because people are not addressing their truth and they're not living in their truth they're hiding some piece of themselves or they're running from some something that they went through without actually addressing it and making sure that it's taken care of so that you're able to create space in your mind and your heart to move forward you know i feel like a lot of us have clouded judgment because there's just sit like shit from the past just sitting back here well it's crazy the how they skull. like oh. you said to raise like healed adults like you don't your son's gonna grow up different and he's gonna have a different viewpoint on certain things because I know, you're not gonna kill me right like so it's important to from a young age like kids remember everything so i was watching this video on youtube the other day and it was like um interviewing of a homeless man mm-hmm. and he was in uh cali and he looked like he could be a model but his teeth were gone because someone like beat him with a bat but he said that he was he remembers being abused at at two two years old like he remembers wow. that yeah that's a traumatic right event. and that's crazy like so we grow up seeing these things and we grow up seeing how people do it wrong like i never saw nobody do it right yeah you know so we grow up seeing that and that's what we portray and that's what we reflect when we get into relationships friendships anything yeah. like even with friendships I've like, you know, told people like, damn, I'm sorry. I feel like I could have been a better friend like this whole time. But I was just, you know, I was just too worried about myself because. I think it's so great that you acknowledge that, though. I think people really undermine full circle moments like they're necessary. Okay, like we don't know how heavy of a burden we can be to other people sometimes. Um and how much we can self-sabotage ourselves and hurt other people in the process unintentionally, but it still happens, hurt is hurt. Um, So to be so conscious, to be able to put your pride out of your way and move forward and let somebody know, like, look, I come to you humbly to let you know I was kind of fucked up or whatever, and. I want to apologize to you. You could have lifted such a weight off that person's shoulders because you don't know how deeply that they could have felt those words, you know? Yeah. So it's I mean, important I would be aware of other people. Yeah. I mean, I don't, I've never like, you know, like, <clears throat> bless you. <laughs> I'm hungover. We're just all fucked up with this bitch. <laughs> yeah. I, I never like did anything crazy to him. I'm just saying, like, I feel like I, could you know I, I make it a point now to reach out to my friends mm-hmm. like and, and check on them but it you doesn't know? always have to be something crazy you know what i'm saying like sometimes just not being present when they're talking to you about their problems or not being supportive of something that they they believe in or not showing interest in their interests is all not showing up as a friend or as a partner or as a parent right so it could be anything. I mean, just understanding from someone else's perspective, learning to be empathetic is so helpful because 
you can feel for someone else and you kind of bring it back like hold on if they did that to me this is how it will make me feel and i don't want to have to feel that way so why am i gonna put right someone well, else empathy through that is pain? crazy because i never had <clears throat> i never had empathy like my whole life so now i'm, I'm learning it i think yeah, i was been too empathetic it. it was more right. so sympathy actually Right, like you said, you were a people pleaser. I was like, yeah. fuck everybody. Like, yeah. my whole life, I was like, fuck everybody. I didn't care because I was like, I was just, you know, I was just a hustler. Like, I had to get mm -hmm. out of, like, certain situations. Like, so I was like, you, nobody can tell me shit. Like, fuck all y'all. Like, I got to just take care of myself. And that's yeah. how I got this far. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, fuck. That's funny how we're so different, even though we're still on this journey that's very mm -hmm. similar because... As a people pleaser, you get everything done, but you're doing it to satisfy the needs of others before yourself. And you kind of try to stay out of the way as much as possible unless you have something presentable to give, you know. So I'm breaking away from that. And it's like having to go to where you are and you kind of having to come right. towards my side. We got to meet bit. in the middle. So we're learning. We're learning <laughs> from each other. You right. know, it's. It's such a good thing to remain teachable because you don't know something is wrong until you fix it. I hate when people are like, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Well, you don't know if it's broke if you're not checking on it. <laughs> you know? <laughs> that check engine light been off for four years. <laughs> what are you doing, sis? <laughs> and, you know, it's the same thing with your spirit. You got to check in. Right. I know I say this, I think, on every episode I've had, but it's self important because those self-check-ins, like, you will put yourself in your place, you know? I have to do that a lot, especially, like, with the industry and with the, you know, podcasts and mm -hmm. the radio. It's just a lot. Like, it's very overwhelming. And, you know, everyone, like, sees the fun part of it, but they don't see, like, the behind-the-scenes. Like I said, I, I wish I had somebody that could record, like, all the time that would just follow me so they could see like the roller coaster of just starting your own business and yeah. you know what I mean because it's it's hard it's just a lot of work mm -hmm. so I have to check myself and get myself back on track sometimes like bitch get back to it like we have this goal like boom 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 can't fall off now you know yeah. shit like that you didn't like, come this far just to come this far oh for real but that goes with also not celebrating like what I've done in a year so it was my year anniversary on YouTube yeah, last week, passed, right? and uh, you know it's crazy that in a whole year, like what what can happen in one year, mm -hmm. right? And then it's crazy how your mental was like, oh, but there's so much more. Like you need to keep going. Like it's like sometimes you have to give yourself a rest as well. Yeah, and that's why like my Sundays I love. Tomorrow's Mother's Day too. Yes, it is. Um, Happy Mother's Day. Thank you. Your little <laughs> angel out there, my on the little couch. booger. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but yeah my. some days are my days for myself so my yeah. mental health uh i guess routine is like i try and maybe like sleep in a little if i can which is like now it's like 7 8 a.m is sleeping in it's crazy yeah i know so, today was the longest i slept because i was hung over and i was still was like i i should probably go back to sleep <sighs> but i couldn't because yeah. I took my blackout curtains off because this healer was like, your energy, your spirit cannot be darkened. So you're, you're supposed to have like light colored sheets, like no blackout oh curtains. Oh my God. Yo, that's crazy. Okay. So when I lived in Jersey that I was really going through like a very 
severe depression, a lot of like just negative experiences. Oh my God, this is so crazy. The decor in my house was all dark. My couch was olive green. Everything was mahogany brown. The curtains were brown. My sheets were gray and brown. Everything was dark, like even the, the bathroom. And when I started feeling like, okay, I need to get away from this. I need to save myself because ain't nobody going to fucking hear my cries, obviously. What the fuck am I going to do? And that's when I was like, I want to adapt a different lifestyle. So now if you look at the vision board of my home decor on my Pinterest, everything is light and airy colors because I feel like it's more open and darkness doesn't help depression. Right. So if you're depressed, try to put some pop of color in your room, some pop of color in your car, the places that you spend the most time. And also bring some plants into your home, mm -hmm. you know, give them life that in turn give will you give life. you life yeah, for sure. And, um, I also I adapted oh, me either. <laughs> I don't have a green dying thumb. Again for the tenth time. <laughs> I don't have a green thumb, but you know, you gotta keep, keep trying. But like I even adopted, um, minimalistic lifestyle too. Like if you look at my wardrobe in Jersey, I had two walk-in closets plus a linen closet that I used as a closet because I had so much shit. And I'm like, why do I have all of this and I don't have a fucking house? Like, my priorities are all fucked up. I need to get this together. And then I'm looking at all of these things and I'm like, I'm trying to make myself more invisible through making my wardrobe more... Um, apparent you know because that's what pops out more so than the personality you don't have to give yourself to people and I was very selfish back then when I was depressed because I'm like I have to try to reserve any bit of energy and goodness I have left in me for myself you know and now like my clothes I mean I wear black because it makes me look skinny but <laughs> I try to wear clothes that make me feel confident in my body I don't have a lot of clutter in my house because I feel like it makes me feel very <laughs> suffocated, especially when I'm on the verge of a panic attack. Um, and it also just makes my life easier when I know that I put something here and I can come back and find it right here. And what I noticed about myself was how I kept my home was how I kept my mind. So if my home was unorganized, which it was never dirty, like I wasn't, you know what I'm saying? Like, not taking good care of the home, but I wasn't keeping it up to my standard when I was in a clear headspace. So I didn't recognize that about myself before. I just felt like I was overworked and I didn't feel like coming home, taking care of a household, taking care of myself, my child, preparing for the next day to go to school, to go to work. But that's really not, that's an excuse. It's not a reason. You know, the real reason was deeper than that. And it was more so... I have situations in my life that I have yet to address and it's haunting me and it's weighing me down. And as a result of that, I don't give a fuck about my life and what it looks like. I'm, I'm not worrying about making sure my house is the way I like it. And those were things that were subconsciously bothering the fuck out of me, like coming home to a dirty house. And I'm like, oh, I wish I had somebody that would just help me, you know. But then at the same time, I'm not the person who's going to ask you for help. You know, so I've learned to change that about myself now, too, because 
I realized it was more so coming from ego rather than off the strength of who I really am. So I feel like eliminating all of those elements like the dark colors the clutter the and putting your spending. mind somewhere like yeah i'm more focused you know i'm more focused i'm more clear and my space now reflects my mindset right. and now i'm able to recognize those um mannerisms if i see my house you know being messy for a few days in a row i'm like er something's off i need to i need to recalibrate bring this it back bitch. yeah right. i need to bring it back and do something mm -hmm. about it and that's why i'm always cleaning my house this <laughs> <laughs> bitch fucking swept her uh <laughs> patio <laughs> she pat swept her sidewalk for 15 minutes this morning <laughs> <laughs> I mean, cleaning is my meditation. That's really the one thing. I mean, cleaning and singing are the two things that when I'm doing them, I won't think about my problems. It's so crazy. Like, I will go and get Wait, a massage and I'll still be tense. And my mind is thinking about 8 million things. Right. And I'm like, fuck, I can't even enjoy this. Yeah. And you it's gotta, a waste of money. Well, that's you, the first half hour is always me setting my mind in. I get like an hour and a half. Mm -hmm. And then by the, you know what I mean? So I can at least enjoy an hour. Cause but my first 30 minutes, I'm like, still everything's running through my head. I'm yeah. trying to meditate, but it's just, it's always going, you know? Cause I'm mm -hmm. always going. So you have to take that time for yourself. Like I'm going to get massages. I'm going to fucking take a bath. I'm going to put some CBD, Epsom salt, lavender, yes. like my candles. I'm going to put some meditation on, or maybe my favorite chill playlist mm -hmm. or whatever, read you know, book. but yeah, read a book. So I, finished um i finished think and grow rich oh so that was a good book and that's when i actually started with my manifestations of like cer certain money goals and things like that mm -hmm. and you know basically in there it's like you have to write it down you have to say it every morning like yeah. you need to and you need to make a plan to do this like you can't just say like i want to make this much money yes, what, are gonna do for it? what are you gonna do for it what's the plan mm -hmm. right because plans without goals are just wishes mm-hmm so our goals without plans are just wishes. That was it. That's the line. Yeah. 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 Sure. So you have to you have to put something into place. You can't just mm -hmm. want it. You got to do something about it. You know. And I think that's where a lot of people discourage themselves. Like, I always hated. <laughs> Sorry, ma. I know Mother's Day is coming up, but I used to always hate when my mom would compare me to other people growing up. Like, if I was going through something, she would be like, well, you have to think of the people that have nowhere to live. And I'm like, well, if I always compare myself to somebody who has less than me, how am I supposed to want better when the standard is already lower? You know, it's not that I'm not being empathetic. It's that I can be empathetic and want better for myself. And that's where a lot of people don't know how to separate the two they think that to be empathetic you have to be humble i hate the word humble it's it's better to be grounded you know grounded to something and i i said this in my interview for when i started my makeup business but you have to be grounded to your beliefs you know to who you are as a person that way nothing can stray you from your path like i always tell people i i'm not water i don't take shape to whatever forms around me like i am solid i right. am so fucking sure of myself that even if i stray in the least bit 
I know for a fact I can bring that shit back home and know what my core values are. And a lot of people are missing really strong women, you know? Yeah. It's really, honestly, it's intimidating for a lot of people. And people, (laughs) people tell me me about it. Yeah. They're like, so you don't, you don't think you're intimidating. I'm like, no, I think I'm just being me. They're like, no, like you scare people. Girl, I'm like, I don't try to tell me that people just disappear. (laughs) They just like slowly fall back. And I'm like, I'm sorry you never had anybody in your life that's going to hold you to a certain standard or that's going to tell you about your actions, let you know what you need to work on. I'm going to be that person. I'm not going to do it to make you feel belittled, but I'm going to do it for the betterment of yourself. And if you're going to be with me, we're going to have to fix this shit. Because you got me fucked up (laughs) if you think we're not going to talk through this shit. And if at the end of the conversation we still disagree and it's not something we could get past, cool. But people need to really learn how to start communicating because I feel like, for me anyways, I used to always feel like, damn, how the fuck they don't know that hurt my feelings? Like, are you stupid or dumb? And now I'm like, bitch, you're stupid or dumb for not letting them know that so they can choose what the fuck they want to do with that information. Because that way you release it from being a burden to you. And now that person can do what they must and you can move forward accordingly. But I feel like people leave so much up to wonder because they don't talk. They don't discuss what's going on. Communication is the easiest way to get it to just fucking a resolution, get it it done. And people are like, you're just too direct. I'm like, what the fuck? Do you want me to sugarcoat it? Like what's. (laughs) Do you Point want me to a, not say anything? We're going A to Z right now. This is like, now the problem is solved, right? Why are you going to go A to F to G to N? Like, mm-hmm. straight line. Let's just go straight. And yeah. See, now everything's done. Now we can move forward. Right. I don't know why it's so difficult. <laughs> and West Coast people are just... I think it's just... difficult because people assume that they know how the other person is going to respond. So they mentally prepare themselves for a negative outcome. So they come off as abrasive from the rip and that's what causes the real problem is bitch don't approach me like that don't be dismissive and don't be aggressive towards me just communicate just be like yo i'm not okay with this or i was okay with this but somewhere along the way like my mind changed i'd rather it like hurt me than disappoint me you know what i'm saying because hurt i can release but disappointment is like you made me believe that I could hold you to this caliber of a person. And that's not what the fuck you are. Like you're presenting me false information and I just don't like being misled, you know? And a lot of people do it because they are not being honest with themselves. They don't understand what it is that they want and they don't know how to verbalize the things that they do know they want. They kind of just keep it to themselves and either act out in the complete opposite direction of what it is that they want as a result. Like me now I look at myself and I look at my situation and I'm like, all right, is this reaction going to give me the result that I want? If not, I need to chill the fuck out. Think about it. Think about what my response (laughs) is going to be so that it can help me get to what I actually want. Like I've had a lot of situations where I'm like, man, (laughs) you know, like, fuck that I really don't care you know and I'm speaking out of anger but the real emotion I'm feeling is sadness but if I present anger 
But that's how it, they're going to respond with anger. And I now created that reality for myself instead of saying, like, you know what? This hurt my feelings. And I hope you can understand that and and do something about it for the future because I don't want to feel that way again. Right. You know, it could all be so easy. It could all be so easy and let them respond. how they, Even if it's not the way you want them to respond, everybody communicates different. Give them a chance to respond. And if after you've processed that is not what you want, then you know what you got to do. Yeah, I think I could work on like maybe being a little nicer. That's I mean, I always say mm-hmm. that like maybe just a little not, you know, in like two seconds snap abrasive. Yeah, but I don't think I'm being abrasive. I think I'm just being real. Like I'm not, I'm not gonna deal with that or this, yeah. or I don't like this. You know, but like in my professional world, like I have to do that anyway in a nice way. Oh, I yeah. sent the best fuck you email the other day. I was so proud of myself. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, I said one, two, three, four, and you know what four was? All caps. Have a better day. <laughs> <laughs> You miserable fucking cunt. Right. <laughs> so wait, so wait. You said your happy place is singing. Yeah. Did you never sang for me on any of the shows? We got we got to hear it right the fuck now. Who are we putting on? You tripping. Oh my god. Like when did you first start wanting to sing? Oh, since I was little. My dad always had a bunch of instruments. I was really big on, like, salsa music. I love singing in Spanish. Um, and when I was in high school, I sang Latin. And um, I think it's just beautiful. No matter what language it's in, it's, it's just so beautiful. It's just so beautiful. And it's a way to express yourself, you know. It's a way, it's a way that makes communicating a lot easier. Like me, if I'm feeling some type of way and I just feel like I can't at the moment be direct about it, I'll post like on my story a song that's saying exactly what I'm thinking and hoping that the person will be like, let me connect the dots. But people are kind of like, you can't be, they don't know how to follow a beeline. You can't be, but you can't be subliminal. Yeah. You can't be putting (laughs) shit in your stories thinking people's going to know what the, get the fuck out of here, bitch. We just talked about growth. You know what's so funny about that? I don't do it anymore, but I really used to do that shit. But what's so funny about that is my cousin, one time I put something like really mean on my story and I usually don't do that, but it just so happens me and her had a disagreement a couple days before. And I was talking about somebody else. I was talking about a guy that I was talking to at the time. And it was something about like, people are so fucking unreliable, which usually that's the problem I have with dating, but that people are so fucking unreliable. They only look for you when they're the ones in need on their free time. And my cousin called me right away. She's like, um, are you upset with me? Because, and I'm like, girl, if guilt had a motherfucking face, (laughs) that shit was so funny. So yeah, I had to stop doing that because people that I am not talking to are the ones that are taking it personal. But then again, that's their own, but truth coming to light. Thank you so much for being here. Follow my girl, Miss K Mendez. That is it. You can follow me at faded underscore truth. Doing interviews with creatives of all kinds. Having real conversations. Just really getting into it. And uh, this is definitely a good part of my healing process is just talking about it. Yeah. And I think that's what a lot of people don't realize is they keep everything bottled up, you know. 
But when you talk about it, it releases just so much. So that's yeah. the first step, I think, for, for people that are wondering how to yeah. heal or and don't get over things. how it releases. Because I feel like, um, every like I said, everything happens at a perfect time. And people are put in your path for a purpose bigger than what you could ever fathom. And I always say, like, the universe sends me guardian angels all the time through different people, whether it be mentors or a partner that teaches me how to open up a little bit more or a friend that, you know, teaches me to love myself in the ways that they have done for themselves. And you got to just be open to receiving that message because it can come from anybody. It could be a one simple sentence. My angel number, man, 420. I told you I've been seeing it. Girl, when I was in Utah, I saw a number in the stars, bitch. I think it was like 15 or something. And when I saw the meaning, oh my God, it was crazy. What Look the up the fuck? angel number 15. Yeah. Well, guys, you definitely just <laughs> listen to the week of mental health mantra. Yes mental health awareness, just uh, mental health check-ins, spirituality. Um, you know, it's something that's a big part of both of our lives. So we're going to continue to talk about these topics that um, guide us through life and guide us on our path to success and how we stay grounded, which is, you know, hard. So you got to work on it. You got to work on everything. If you want it, you got to work for it. Got to go and get it. Yeah, go and get it. If you're feeling depressed, if you have any of those issues, then do something for yourself. Find a hobby, yeah. like go outside, be in nature. Like you got to surround yourself in around nice things and to get feel back good. To the you know, that's why I moved because I was like, I need mm -hmm. to be, I need to see palm trees for my mental health. Yeah. Okay. That makes me happy. <laughs> like yeah. I like waking up and the it's sun. the same weather every day. It's yeah. nice. Like I don't like I like knowing that I don't have to yeah. have anything any snow rain nothing like and looking at a mountain and realizing how small your problems really are right it's beautiful it is i appreciate you being here of course. so you can always follow at miss k mendez and follow me faded underscore truth and we appreciate you rocking with us i hope you guys have a great week i hope you do something for yourself this week to better you spiritually mentally emotionally physically or financially and I just wish you guys to, you know, find your own peace. Mm -hmm. It feels great. For sure. Until next time. And we out of here. I trade my happiness for yours. I hope the music helps with the empty voids that linger and reside inside you. I had them too. That's why I feel the need to try and guide you. I learned to care for strangers like they were my flesh and blood. I learned that when my niggas stress, they tend to text the plug. I learned the way addiction work. It likes to stretch and tug and grip you in till you don't notice you obsessed with drugs. I promise I'm not here to judge you. I got demons too. I know for some of y'all it's fun and just a thing to do. I learned for some of y'all it's pain and you can't live without it. I learned the pill is what we take so we don't feel about it i had a homie back in school who used to always smile no matter what you put him through you couldn't put him down and now that he's no longer around i wish to ask about the things he dealt with silently that finally took him out Yeah. That you were looking for help. Yeah.
I'm not here to teach you lessons, but this is pure expression and it's out the lines. I hope you find the message. I hope you find the peace within yourself that you've been searching for. I see the tears behind your eyes cause I've been hurt before. I see the truth behind your smile because I smile too. I know you lying, say you fine cause that's what I would do. I know your cause because you got the hand that I was dealt. I know you suffer and your pride won't let you cry for help. I'm not here to teach you lessons, but I've been through depression and inside the lines I hope you find perspective. I learned that happiness is always there inside of you So being happy isn't something that you try to do When we release the things we love, they won't be gone for long It's the fear they won't come back that keeps us holding on I learned the trick that being happy comes from letting go Because depression is not having what you want the most One who abandons desire attains nirvana Which is supreme peace, liberation Nirvana means in Sanskrit, blow out. The opposite, desire, is to breathe in. Now if you breathe in and hold it, you lose your breath. But if you breathe out, it comes back to you.